podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. to the Man City Show. It's Steve Cox here, sitting in for Nigel Rothband, who unfortunately has caught a dreadful case of the lurgy. So we wish you well, Nigel, and hope you'll be back soon. Um, tonight I've got Stuart and Paul with me. Good evening. Hello. And a um, lot has happened since the last pod, hasn't it, really, guys? Um, where, yeah, where, where I, I guess start? so. Yeah, we dropped two points. Ah, oh, Stuart, so, you always focus on the negative. But Pellegrini said, didn't he, about seven or eight games ago, we've got to get something like 22 out of 24 points. And we did. Yeah, so, that's true. ticking Absolutely. the box. Absolutely correct. I mean, the the only result, of course, that we didn't, the only game we didn't win, we should have won. So, it could have been twenty four out of twenty four. But let's I mean, not be greedy. Yeah, where where should where should we start? Should we start at the very beginning? Should we go back yeah. to the West Brom game? Is that probably fair? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so West Brom. What thoughts, guys? I thought it was just another great performance. I mean, very first solid half, first half. We just. Yeah. If the rain hadn't come in the second half, sleet, snow, whatever you want to call it, it, we could have carried on from three and gone much further. But I think that the weather really did interrupt our flow. We were just playing brilliant football again. I think we we do tend to, to we do get impacted when the weather turns against us. It does it does seem to have a negative impact on the players. It's almost like they they don't like playing in the cold and wet. And That's our Argentinians and Spanish contingent for you, then, isn't it? Yeah, but it's comfortable win. Absolutely. I think we eased off a little bit in the second half. And they did have chances. They could have scored two or three, but we could have scored three or four more. You know, so. no, no recognised striker? No recognised. I, mean, I didn't recognise him anyway. <laughs> I never do it these days, but no, it was, it was a solid performance. Yeah, very it? good, yeah. Uh, just carried on from where they were up to just before yeah. then. So yeah, pretty, pretty happy with that one. Yeah, the Burnley one I was a bit disappointed with because we, we kind of went two up and then the foot seemed to come off the pedal and we let them back in somehow. Yeah. A dodgy, dodgy goal. It was it, it offside. Was, yeah. It was offside, exactly. but these things happen. I'm not going to yeah. complain because no. we, we get a bit of luck occasionally, and, and that's the way it goes. But I don't know what happened in that second half. Burnley played the ball nicely, played some good football, but 2 0 up against a team like Burnley, we, we should be closing the game out. I don't know what happened. How can a team play so well for 45 minutes, not just in that game, but think of the two or three games before then the Southamptons, the Sunderlands? Yeah. The Romers and all that. And then suddenly, for 45 minutes against Burnley, I think we only had one shot in the second half. What's that about? Yeah, I think, I think the, the other thing that is less concerning is that Burnley seem to have gone on a run of form where they've stopped losing. And I'd say that that, that sort of you know, lessens it slightly for me. Not a much. A little bit, yeah, not much. You're we, right. should, we should still be putting teams like that way. I mean, the reality of it is, if we'd have actually won that day, we'd be clear at the top by three points now, which... Yeah, a couple of points ahead, it'll be, you know, that, 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 that's football, isn't it? We, we've just got to forget it now, we'll level on points them and get on with it. What was a bit more worrying, though, was the Sunderland nearly had the same thing happen again, didn't we? Two yeah. up, two brilliant goals, the, the blast from Yaya. Yaya Torres, was that going for orbit? Or I think, what? If it uh, carried on, it was going so fast it could have escaped the earth with its velocity, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, there was some great movement in, in all those three games we just mentioned. There was some fantastic uh, movement, you know, between the, the front players. Yeah. Um, just breathtaking, but you know we've got to keep that going for 90 minutes in every game. That's the way you win titles. So the half against Burnley, we'll let them have that. 
you know, yeah. let's, they had four games in 11 days, was it, I think, something yeah. like that? Yeah. 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 The, the, the Sunderland game was a bit more positive because we showed that we could still go on and win, even though they come back at us a little bit. And, and, and you know, they, they, I don't know what Zabba was doing. in the pen- <laughs> That really was silly, just launching himself at that ball like that. It was a little bit clumsy, that, but yeah. there you go. But there again, even at the end of that game, Milner, if he'd had his shooting boots on, could have had two goals in the last ten well, minutes, yeah. and the others, Navas had I a chance. Well, we could have won that one 5-6-2. Oh, oh, Pentamillion, I thought, had a bloody great game oh. for Sunderland, didn't he, he the did swine? Indeed, yeah. He's not yeah. allowed to do that. When he Get- plays against us, he's supposed to let them in, not... Not save them. Absolutely. Can I just talk about Navas for a moment? Please. Because I think that um, both defensively... Especially at Christmas. Pardon? Especially at Christmas. Okay. Jesus. (laughs) Um, I think defensively and offensively, he's he's improved enormously in those Christmas games. I think defensively, he's he's so much better than he has been. He's obviously been told that he's got to trap back, he's got to make tackles. He's made some really good tackles, saving tackles inside our own penalty area when he's he's come back. I think Pellegrini singled him out on that, actually, for some praise. and he was right, he was right, because he hasn't hitherto done that. I mean, we've got Silva who doesn't trap back much, we've got Aguero who doesn't trap back much and play much. Um, So, you know, you've got to have some players coming back. From yeah. the forwards, you know. As far as Aguero's concerned, it's quite a bit difficult with a yeah, crutch, isn't it, really, at I the know. moment? It's kind yeah, of but, but Navas, I'm with you on that one, Stuart. Yeah, he's, he's improved quite a bit in the last few games. He's just got to keep that standard high. His crossing sometimes doesn't quite get there, but he's tracking mm. back. He's got a lot of energy. He doesn't stop yeah. running. He's yeah. another 90-minute player. You watched yeah. him at the end of the game the other day, and, all right, he should have done better, perhaps, that shot where he, yeah. at the halfway line, he, the keeper oh, was miles away. He should have, put he should have got it on target, at yeah. least, but... Um, he has got the worst shots to goals ratio in the Premier League. Yeah, if, he, if that were a Guero, that would have been nestling yeah. in the back. Yeah, he'd have yeah. hit it back hard enough. He didn't hit it, did he, really? No, he sort of tried to place it. It was almost like a back pass. Yeah, it was. Ne- <laughs> needs to take some lessons off Yaya, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, overall, I was pretty pleased with the Sunderland game. I thought, it, you know, we came out on top at the end. Um, that sort of youngster, Frankie Lampard, came on <laughs> and could have had a hat trick. Yeah. Um, it was a great game to watch. It was yeah. a superb game for the fans. I mean, and, and neutrals as well, I yeah, would say. Uh, yeah, sure. But if you're a City fan, you, you're on the edge of your seat. For, you know, screaming when it's at, them, and, screaming yeah. at them because yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be 3-2. It really should have been 4 or 5 yeah. before they even got a look in. But there you go. And, and then for Chelsea to go and drop some points. I remember coming out of here not so long ago, just before we were recording a pod and talking to the Chelsea, um, the Chelsea pod, the, the Chelsea as they call themselves, and um, they were saying they couldn't see themselves slipping up and they've done it several times since they said that, so I wish I'd keep saying it. You well, you should never commit. I mean, let, let's be honest, we, we all know that nine months ago Liverpool had won the title and the press had uh, three, four weeks did. ago. Did we not? I, I'm, I'm not sure what happened. I thought Liverpool had won it and it was all over, but um, I fell press. asleep for about six weeks. Uh, well, it's probably just when Gerard had that slip. Um, but, but Chelsea, the same thing. The press had already given Chelsea the title, and now there's 18 games to go, bang level with them, all to play for. Who knows? We one, might win it. We might finish seconds. Whenever True. somebody says we won't slip up, that's, that's the thing. They you were about seven to one on at one, one point. One, one book maker well, paid, paid out. out. I was going to say they paid yeah, out. In one book paid out. But that's just PR, you know, just good yeah. PR. Stupid idiots. Or stupidity, yeah. It's going to be stupid. I'm, I'm plumping for stupidity, I think, actually, to be fair. There'll be plenty more twists and turns in the, in the Premiership title race, I'm sure of it. Uh, yeah. Do you think Man United are a danger at all? Does anybody think Stratford <laughs> could, could go? I never knew we were into comedy tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, no way. 
No, the, if there were nine points behind one, I think the nine points behind. I don't follow them that closely. I think the yeah. nine points behind, though, if there were nine points behind one team, then yeah. there's a possibility you can close that gap. But both City and Chelsea are not going to fail. One of us might slip a bit, but not both of us. By did, did either of you see the uh, banner at the uh, Yeovil game the other day? Yes, where I they saw said, it. Oh, it said, "We wanted Man City." Yeah. <laughs> it was it was great. We wanted City or something like that. It was fantastic. Yeah, I thought that was quite cool. That quite a nice little jibe. That one, yeah. I like that. So make sure we get one up at Cambridge in the next round as well. Well, absolutely, <laughs> as you do, as you do. So overall, what's our verdict on on the, the half of the season? I mean, we're, we're halfway through. What 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 are your thoughts? Well, we're still on for the uh, treble, yep. FA Cup, Champions League, Premier League. We're in all th- three competitions. We are second favourites or in the. Premier League, just about, not by much. We are joint favourites in the FA Cup. We're out, outsiders-ish in the Champions League, but we can win all three. Let's. Um, we won't win all three, but well, we could. Why don't we try and scorecard it a little bit? So, okay. if, if we were to if we were to look at people's performance in in this half of the season, what about Pellegrini? What would you do if he if he was a if he was getting his school report now? What would you give him from from A plus down to C minus? I'd give him a B plus, and that might be a little bit harsh. Only because he did so well in his first season. If this was yeah. his first season, I'd probably give him an A, A minus. But I think he's he's learned some points. We've not we're not clicked in as well as we did last season. Something's still not quite right for me in the team. We're playing some beautiful football from time to time, but it's not as consistent as it was last year. And. We're up there, so I can't complain. I'll give him B plus. We we haven't actually wiped the floor with anybody this year, have we? Completely. No, we say. were winning a few games last season. We beat Tottenham six nil, and we beat Arsenal six three, and a seven nil, and, and that's also yeah, we, we the best we've done we is four one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What about what about you, Stuart? What your I give him an A. I think he's doing very well. I think there was a bit of a blip, but the players play for him. There's no question about that, which is half the battle. He, he's tactically, you know, sometimes he makes. Strange, let's say, decisions, uh, choices. But I think he's doing well. I, th- I think he's, it's only his second year in the Premier League. He's one and a half years in the Premier League and he's, he's won it and he's second, you know, the week after Christmas. Not yeah, bad. And, and only, se- only, se- only second on alphabetical exactly, order at yeah, the moment. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm probably being harsh, but... That's You're being very harsh. I, think. I, I, I would say I'd probably go more for the A minus than the B plus, but that, that's that's my own sort of personal opinion. I, I actually think um, Pellegrini is a nice guy. I think he is tactically very aware. I th- found various people saying that they find him annoying, and these are fans of other clubs, and they find him annoying for one reason and one reason only because there's nothing annoying about him. Yeah, and the fact that he won't stand there and have a go at the referee if something goes wrong, he doesn't blame anybody else. He doesn't put it down to the players. He doesn't put it. He basically just says, "Well, we weren't up to it tonight." And, and actually, I think that's very broad shoulder of him. Whereas Mourinho at the moment is moaning about every little yeah. thing that doesn't go, quite go his way. Oh, that's Chelsea, isn't he? That's all he does. He's, he's, he's got this mentality, hasn't he? He wants every, the Chelsea players to feel that the world's against. That's what Fergie did, didn't he? Siege mentality. Siege mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying a little bit of that, but Pellegrini's calm and cool. I don't know. The thing you'd probably think he's a pretty boring person to interview. I don't give a shit. I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> rather he did that and that. I, th- and I think a- he's not good copy of a newspaper. Is, that, is it exactly what you're saying about Mourinho and Ferguson before him and other managers? Uh, maybe in Wenger's good copy, but Pellegrini isn't. I, I'm not so sure he's that calm and calculating in the dressing room at half time when we've not played well. I, I'm damn sure he's not. Yeah, but as none, none of us here have been in the dressing room, we're not going to know. But but the other thing is when you've got players of that level and ability, 
there's an element of it that you'd expect them to sort themselves out at half time. You know, I've played in, in sports teams where at half time the players have gone and given themselves a bollocking, let alone, yeah. you know, anybody else having to do it for them. Well, he may let that happen, of course, but, you know, they still need some guidance, even the best players yeah. need coaching. They're not seeing everything from, from within the pitch, you know, from on the pitch. Yeah, that's where the management comes in, isn't it? The half time is the players know they've had a poor game, but then it's Pellegrini saying, if you change it this way and change it that way, or we introduce this player, that's when he earns his money, isn't it? Yeah. Or part of his money is by yeah. changing things around if you've had a bad half. No, it's true. I mean, we could have been, if things hadn't quite gone right for us over Christmas, we could have had such a different conversation just now. Um, and, you know, we, we were facing being out of the Champions League. We were six points behind Chelsea. Um, we were struggling for cup form. It, all those kinds of things just sort of were, were against us before Christmas. So I would say actually he's kind of turned it round. And the players has, yeah. have, have actually perhaps developed that siege mentality, given the fact we've got no recognised striker that's actually a fit and available to play at the moment. Jovetic, I don't class him as a striker. He's more of a... Just I see him more as a, striker. Yeah, exactly, just yeah. behind. Yeah. So, who are our star players in the first half of the season? Then, who who would we single well, out for Aguero, special prize? Obviously, for his, yep. uh, and Silva since he came back from injury. Uh, Di Michaelis, we were talking about before the show, has improved enormously. Di Michaelis is playing up front this weekend. I think <laughs> after that volley that um, I saw in training yesterday, I believe it. I'm not seeing it. Yet, I believe it was fantastic. The the other one I'm sure we'll all agree on is is Jimmy Milner. He's yes, had a fantastic yes. season so far, and I hope he signs on the dotted line as soon as possible because that, that'll be like a new signing for us as well. He's played more this year than he has in previous seasons, I'd say. Yeah. And, 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 and he's getting a bit of variety, and, and he looks like he's taking some responsibility on. He's a senior player now, after all. Yeah. Uh, and, and Yaya's and coming back into it as well. Yaya, since about late November, has improved. It's a pity we're losing him now for a few weeks, but... Yeah, I think he's he's found it last season's form in the last four or five weeks. What about super sub? Super sub Frankie? Lampard is just a, a revelation. He, he's got so much experience that you know he's worth his weight in gold. I mean, he's, he's like a signing for us, really, a new signing now that he's signed on again for, I think, till the end of, ne- of yeah, the so season. Yeah. yeah, I think there was an yeah. option there or something. It, it, yeah. I, I don't quite understand no, that contractual no. obligation, but it appears that his contract was not owned by City, but owned by... The group that owns City, City, so owned by the group. Sheikh, effectively yeah. the City Football Group, and that meant that they could play him where they wanted to, yeah. even though the intention was to play him in the MLS at some stage. But he wasn't on loan, at, uh, apparently. No, no. no, he was just playing for us. Temporary contract, yeah, and that's it's right. just been yeah, extended yeah, for yeah, sure. a, an additional amount of time. It, it, it's ironic, isn't it, that Mourinho let him go, and he's playing some fa- fantastic football for us. And I think Pellegrini's using him very wisely. He brings yeah. him on at 60 minutes, doesn't play him yeah. in every match, plays him some games from the start, but then he doesn't play him for the, the nine. He's, he's used him well, and I think he's delivered fantastically for us. And will, he, will he celebrate a goal at Stamford Bridge in a couple of weeks' time? He didn't celebrate against them when he scored at the Etihad, did he? He sort no. of... He, he was Let's hope he has the chance to show us whether he will or not. Yeah. Uh, be interesting to see what reception he gets when he goes to Stamford because a lot of Chelsea supporters now are saying he's lost his hero status because of what he's doing with us. Um, uh, a little bit, I'm I can so see sure that, but that. I, I think if he goes back there in a coaching capacity at some point in the future, which possibly will do, he'll get his hero status back pretty damn quickly. Yeah, it's pretty Football tough. supporters are pretty damn fickle, aren't we? They didn't, they didn't really want him. Mourinho didn't really want him, so it's tough, isn't it? They exactly. thought they, they got him off to America and, and he's come back to bite him royally in to the arse. Interesting, did you hear Gerard say, I will not play for a Premier League team because I will never play against Liverpool? Do you think that was a bit of a dig at Lampard? Possibly. 
Possibly. Um, Adam Johnson didn't celebrate against us, did he, in the Sunderland game? Which uh, I, I'm not sure I agree with that non-celebration. No. You no, score a goal, you celebrate. Exactly. It's your club. They're, they're paying you at the moment. Those supporters have paid to come and see you. I wouldn't have been upset if Johnson had celebrated his penalty. I, I can understand both ways. I mean, at the end of the day, he, he took his penalty, did it professionally, scored the goal, so he's done what he needed to do. Sunderland supporters are happy. He didn't celebrate. Doesn't, doesn't I can't remember whether either. Rodwell did or not. Uh, a little bit, a little a bit little more, bit. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he was sort of he one of the. He, he, he was on kind the of fringe, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So who then, if we've we've done the praise, uh, who sort of needs to be a little bit better than they have been in the first half of the season? Who have we not seen much from? I think we still have a problem with Mangala. I think he's too impetuous. He's he's going forward too often. He's He's a bit of a panic merchant in my eyes. Caught out against Sheffield Wednesday, I absolutely, think. Absolutely, he was. Um, and he goes up and he doesn't get back sometimes. Uh, he, he doesn't need to go outside our penalty area too much. But, but he I, goes I chasing seen, the ball, you know. I have seen him, though, um, make some very interesting last-ditch tackles <laughs> where you know, yeah. only he yeah. probably could have made those yeah. tackles. I'm not so. saying he's not a good player in the making. No. I don't think it's the finished article. I think we paid a lot of money for him. And I would imagine that the hierarchy that the Etihad thought they were buying a completely finished article and, that, and I don't think he is maybe the Premier League is a different a scenario for him I'm sure it is for a lot of players they take a while to adapt De Michaelis being a case in point but he's very very young he's very athletic he's very quick I think he'll make it I hope he does players from um, I was listening to something the other, a podcast the other day and they were saying that players from Portugal do tend to struggle when they come over to the Premier League, and there have been a few examples of players where they've not quite adapted quickly um, in other clubs, but so that might be. You could say similar with Fernando since he came uh, over. Yeah. He's, he's had a few good games, but he's not stamped his authority in the games he's played. He's had a few very good tackles, a few very good moves, a couple of uh, you know, good stuff, but not quite on top all the time when he plays. Well, Fernandinho seems to be back to his best again at the moment. He's yeah. playing really well at the moment. Yeah. He's got it back from was it a World Cup hangover that, that he had after yeah. that mauling they not got surprised. to Germany. I'm not surprised, but he, he, he's back. What about Joe Hart? Mm. Joe's somewhere in the middle for me. He's, yeah. he, he, I still feel very nervous when he goes to throw or kick the ball out. He's very poor. I, I think very he's, poor, I think. He's, a, he's, a very, he's a very good shot stopper. He normally makes the right decision as to when to come for the ball, when not to come for the ball, when to come off his line, when not to come off his line. But his distribution, I still think, is lacking somewhat. And, and he doesn't always tend to do it quickly either. That's the thing. He doesn't... And I, and I don't know whether he's nervous about it and that's what's holding him back. I'm not sure. No, his, his distribution is actually, for a top-class keeper, is diabolical. <laughs> I mean, let's be blunt about it. He should be doing a lot better than he is. He, he's a great shot stopper, as we said, but surely the hierarchy at the club can see that his distribution isn't great and you practice, practice, practice throwing it out to players sometimes he kicks the ball straight out sometimes and, and it's just wayward but, 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 yeah. that, but that said I would have him over 99% oh, of the keepers in the yeah. Premier League there's probably Agreed. only two that I would say that would come anywhere close to him and one of them plays for Salford yes, yeah. one of them plays for Salford and the other one plays for Chelsea yeah yeah yeah, and, I, and I agree. And, and I think if he can get that part of his game solved, then he'll be the number one there for a long time to come. But if he doesn't, I can see that he might end up getting moved on because it needs to be a complete team, not, a, not just sort of 90 percenter. 
Yeah, I, I think he'll, he's just got to practice that. He's still relatively young. What is he, 26-ish? Yeah, yeah. goalkeepers yeah. tend to mature as they get yeah. towards yeah. 30, and they tend yeah. to play their, be- their best football as they come up towards 30, I think. Okay, so um, anybody else that we need to be sort of giving some attention to? Giving some stick to, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, Kolarov had a great start to the season, but since his injury, he's come back and played the odd game here and there. It's, it's, it's as if he's not interested. There's something not mm. quite there. He's, yeah. And whether it's affected him mentally, but something's not quite working. He, he had a great few games early on, but and Clichy's the other way around. Clichy had a crappish start, then had a couple of great games, then one awful one. I can't remember who it was against, but he was absolutely awful. And since then, when he's come out, he's been pretty good. Maybe they do it on a rotational basis between the two of them. It's <laughs> getting it right though. Pellegrini saying, <laughs> "Are you right today? Are you right?" Today? Yeah. So we haven't seen much of Sanya, have we? Really? Because Zabba's, I mean, Zabba's probably one of our best players, I would say, and certainly the best pound per value that we've got out of any player ever I would guess yeah. oh yeah absolutely him and company I think yeah, we got them at a, what less than six million each and they're both worth an absolute fortune now but what about Sanya any thoughts I'm not I'm not that keen on Sanya I have to say but you know he does a job I'm with Stuart on that he's, he's not a Zabba but you've got to play him occasionally and yeah. play him in the, some of the cup matches hopefully or play games like Middlesbrough and that sort of thing and he's a, he's a good He's decent enough to have if Zabba gets injured or gets suspended, something like that. Yeah. He's decent enough, but he's not, a, he's not up to Zabba's level. But there again, how many right-backs in the country are as good as Zabba? How many right-backs in Europe are? Yeah. I would, I would actually few, argue that. Any, you know. yeah. OK, so overall, a fairly good half a season? Yeah. Well, yeah. Second in alphabetical so. order, it's not bad, isn't no. it? Yeah. No. I'd take it. If you'd given me this on August the 15th or whenever the season kicked off, I'd have taken it. Yeah, and we got through the FA Cup as well. I kind of yeah, didn't touch just. on that one earlier, but I was saving that for later. Yeah, against we, we against my mum's team, Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, my son's team as well, one of my sons. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought they you know, made hard work of it, but we deserved to win it, just about. Although if, if they'd have got a replay, we couldn't have said they didn't really deserve it. Yeah. You know, it would have been an interesting game at Hillsborough um, for them as well. You know, it would have brought in some money for them. Thank God for that striker Milner. That's what absolutely, yeah. That right place, good. right time at the end. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Navas, across from Navas as well. Yeah. 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 So we've got a home draw against Middlesbrough in the next round now. Which yeah, Mid- is Middlesbrough used to be one of our bogey teams as well. Going back they beat us 8 1, didn't they, at one point at the one. end of the season yeah, when yeah, we were trying right. to qualify Sven. for Europe? Sven's last, Sven. Sven's last Sven's game. Sven's last game. Yeah. I'm not surprised yeah. after that result. But they also remember that's when we missed the penalty against them in the last minute when Robbie Fowler missed the penalty that would have yep. got us into Europe. Yep. That was going back to about 2006 or seven ish Yeah. And they got into Europe instead of us. And they also knocked out of a couple of cup competitions back in the 90s, I remember, as well. I had a Middlesbrough fan, a friend who, who just used to rub my nose in it all the time. That's why I remember these sad no, events. They're, they're, they're worlds um, apart at the moment. They yeah. are, but they're not doing bad in the championship. Yeah, so they're, da- they're probably a more dangerous side than Sheffield Wednesday, I would possibly, say. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Well, we'll have to be on form because they'll be up for it because it's their cup final, isn't it? Yeah. But we, none, none of the big teams have been knocked out, so you know the cups all. You know it's not really sorted itself out yet. And all the good, all the good sides, the elites, you know the Arsenal's and the Cities and the Chelsea's, and even Stratford have got easy draws in the next round. Yeah, so all, yeah. all been kept apart again. Yeah, they'll so, be kept yeah. apart. Maybe the you know the fifth round there might be some fireworks. Yeah, could well be. It'd be nice to get Stratford. Yep. Stratford, yeah, that was I, I enjoyed going to see them in the semi-final, actually, at Wembley. That <laughs> yeah. was good fun. That, that was amazing, yeah. Taking your life in your own hands, though, as well. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so moving on to Saturday now, we've got Everton coming up um, in the league, and they're on a bit of a run of bad form at the moment. So chances are they'll probably have a good one against us, knowing knowing a no, our way. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're in free fall, as the press would say. Um, they are. They've lost their last four. I think some of the fans are getting a bit uh, disgruntled with the manager. So who knows? You know they've they got, got the same players as last year. That's the bit I can't understand. Yeah. They had a really good season last year. They did, and they've got yeah. the same players. And Lukaku's not performing. He's not played for. He hasn't played in any of the last. He hasn't started rather in the, any of the last eleven games. Well, it's a shame because I thought he was a bit of a bargain when they bought him. Actually, yeah, well, he was. You know. yeah. Then so can we talk about a possible striker signing? Yeah, sure. We'll come on uh, to that. Okay, now. Yeah. Is now in, a good time? In, in a minute. Okay. In a minute. Let's, right. let's, let's finish the Everton bit first. I think Everton is, a, is a, another one. It's a must-win game for us because effectively we've got Everton. They're all must-win games. Yeah, yeah they're all between must win. now and the end of the season. But for let's one, be honest about it. We're not going to win every game. It would be fantastic if we won all 18, but we're not we going might. to. We might. But Everton away is one of those games. You know, you, you'd take a draw. Let's be honest, you'd take a draw at Chelsea. I would anyway. I wouldn't take a draw at Everton because we. No, that's we what I mean. It's, yeah, a, yeah, it's a must-win sure. game. Whereas I would take a draw in a couple in yeah. the end of the month at Chelsea. And, and actually, it's a confidence-building game because the reality of it is Everton used to be a bogey team. Every time we beat them, now they're less of a bogey team than they were before. So you always feel a bit, you know, it does something for you, doesn't it? Yeah, we should beat them. Really, we're a better team than Everton. Simple as that. And that Saturday afternoon, anybody managing to make their way to Liverpool for that game? No, I can't make it. No, unfortunately not. Now, Stuart, you wanted to talk about a possible okay. striker signing. Go on, go for it. I think we're going to look for a striker. Whether we sign one in the window is, you know, not. we don't know that. Um, we're talking about Boney um, for yes. how much? 30 million or something? 30 million is they the They paid is the 12, rumoured. I think, for him. Yeah. Yeah. They've taken out this buyout clause in his contract, yep. which is a good move by them. Yeah, because he just, he just signed a new, he signed a new yeah. contract in November, I think. Yeah, which, it was 19 million, I mm-hmm. think. And now it's the sky's the limit. I think he's a very good player. Um, I'd be very happy if he came to us. He wants. He says he wants to play Champions League football. There's also the possibility. I think I would. I wouldn't mind Benteke. He's yeah. just coming back from injury. I think he's strong. He's direct. Good striker. I think with a better team, he'd look a lot better player. I think the problem with Boney at the moment is that he's not going to be around for the best part of a month to six weeks, maybe yeah. eight weeks, as Yaya is. Yeah. So I'm not 100% confident that we'd actually necessarily do that deal. I mean, I was thinking yeah. it was a bit pie in the sky until it became a bit more newsworthy today, simply because of his availability. Although we've got Jaco perhaps due back at the next game and then Aguero back in time for the Arsenal yeah. game, which yeah. would be handy. Um, Benteke is a good player, but you don't uh, think so? not as good as not as good as Bonnie. I don't think. I think no, Bonnie no, no. I'm not option. saying he is. What I'm saying, he's cheaper. Yes, he might, he might be available. You know, for the whole of the season, rather than going to the yeah. he's not going to the African Cup of Nations. Um, you know, uh, those two, I wouldn't mind either of them. Whoever it is, has yeah. probably got to prepare themselves for the fact that when Aguero comes back, it will be Aguero most yeah. of the time. Yeah, and, you, and, you're and, right. But the one challenge we've got is. Negredo went, and part of the reason we believe he went, might not be true, was that because he was probably not going to get in the Champions League squad because of our yeah. restriction this year. So what happens for the second half of the... Because we can rename our squad for the... Yeah. And who drops out? If, if we do sign Boney or Benteke yeah. or another striker, if they want to put him in the, front, in, in the Champions League squad, somebody else has to come out. That will yes. be a tough call because... Yeah. 
Pellegrini will piss off one of the players. Well, that's what he's playing. Absolutely. I, I agree, but that player could then say, mm-hmm. I've had enough of this and I'm out. They're all, they're all very difficult decisions to make. And to be fair, they have to let the manager decide who he thinks is the best team to play in Europe and who's the best backup. I for agree. Europe. It's a nice decision to have to make in some ways, but it's not nice in others. But it's I don't get paid one, to yeah. make it. Yeah, exactly. so, so we're going for a win against Everton this weekend, do you think? Well, yes. Oh, yeah. Win against Everton and Arsenal the week after, but I won't cover that because I know that's next week's podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's coming up, coming soon, folks. Okay, um, so before we end up the pod, what are our New Year's hopes then? Personally, I, I, I'm not greedy. I'll just take one of the Premier League or Champions League. FA Cup would be nice to get, but I'm, I, I'll t- I prefer. In some ways, I'll take the Premier League. If I just had one trophy to go for. I'd like to get past Barcelona. That, is that being too greedy? No, it's not. Of course we can beat Barcelona. They're in free fall, by the way. Yeah, they lost at the weekend, didn't they? <laughs> to, to a David Moyes team. Yeah, well, they yeah. must be shit if they lost to a David Moyes team, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would go with Paul and Premier League is ultimate for me. I know, I know we're in the Champions League. I know that's what Abu Dhabi want. Yeah. They want us to be in the Champions League. They want us to win the Champions League eventually. But for the moment... I would take the Premier League above everything else. I think I agree with you. I, historically, it's meant so much more to me to win that league than any, any other cup can sort of sit on the side. It's great to win an FA Cup. It's great to win a League Cup. It's great to win a Charity Shield or Community Shield, as it's now known these days. Um, it, it will be wonderful to win in Europe. I don't think we're yet ready to win in Europe. Our most realistic opportunity is to get the Premier League. And if we win it back to back, do you know what? I'll, be like, I'll have a grin like a Cheshire cat. And so will I. Then we'll go for the treble, the Premier League next year again. Let's hope so. And on that note, I'd like to say thank you to Paul, thank you to Stuart, thank you to Gabe, our engineer, and uh, this is Steve Cox wishing you all a, a great week. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.